98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country Highway to Henrietta. You want free tickets? Blake Shelton's going to be there, and you can be there, too. That's coming up uh, not too far from now at 640. But otherwise, welcome in to Did You See? We're taking a look at what the heck's going on out there in the world. And good morning to you, Daniel. I guess I should say, did you hear last night the uh, storm? Yeah, that I was mean, a there was boy. a couple of uh, thunderclaps, I guess you'd say, that kind of scared me to death. In that apartment of yours? Oh, yeah. That big mid-rise? I think, yeah, it sounded as though at one point, it struck the building or something. The, the thunder was so loud. Wow. Uh, also, Ty, did you see that with an average spike of 11 cents per gallon last week, just in one week, Oklahoma set another state record for the highest average gasoline prices on Sunday. Uh, they're saying this guy that runs that app, Gas Buddy, also mm -hmm. the website, gasbuddy.com, we're probably going to see the highest prices ever for Memorial Day weekend. Travel's going to be up, but then they, he says it looks like things are starting to slow down, like starting to cool off, so maybe that'll be the peak. We'll all be in a mad rush to get gas for uh, Memorial Day because we might be traveling, and then once that kind of subsides, we might see a drop in price. If I had to guess you to predict, how much gas is up over this time last year? How much per gallon do you think gas is up over last year Jeez, on average? That's a good question. Uh, $2? $1.50. $1.50 higher per gallon than last year. So hopefully we get through Memorial Day weekend and the prices will start to sink back down. But still, here in Oklahoma, we're still a lot cheaper than my friends down in Alabama and where I'm from really? and, and other places. Yeah, huh. like significantly cheaper. But still ain't cheap. Still still not comfortable. Right. Gr groceries are up, too. Groceries oh, are up. Yeah. I, I wonder for a one person like me, single guy, I wonder if it's cheaper to uh, eat out than it is to cook. And I know that sounds crazy, but... Well, you can go to, you know, a fast food joint and get a meal for six, seven bucks. It would be hard to cook a meal for yourself at home. Well, you can't, you know, you can't eat fast food every meal. But I'm saying that, like, if you wanted to go cheap one day to save a little money, it might actually be cheaper to go through a drive-thru, right? Well, yeah, in some cases, sure. Uh, did you see this? Somebody uh, here in Tulsa is needing your help, helping find her pet. You know how terrible that would be if you lost your pet. You're, mm -hmm. You know, you see signs on poles and stuff. But this is uh, unique because... What she wants you to look out for when you're keeping your eyes open for her is it's a four-foot-long lizard. Excuse me? Lizard? It's a four-foot, not four-inch-long lizard, four-foot-long lizard that she uh, keeps as a pet. And I guess the the uh, pet left. This is from News on 6. Poo, her four-foot tagu, is missing. I got him wild-caught out of the Everglades in Florida. So it has taken... So much time for us to get bonded. I just want him to come home where he's safe and I can snuggle him up. She's worried about him. He's not used to being outside in city life and he's not used to the temperature fluctuations. Harrison's had a poo for three years. He's got like, you know, I'm a dinosaur machismo personality. The skunk is his best friend and miss. And she got a skunk over there too. You got a four foot long lizard and a skunk. And she had snakes and all sorts of stuff going on. She's an animal lover for sure. But, um, you know, if you run across a four-foot lizard, we know where she or he's from, that lady's house. So she went down to the Everglades and caught that thing and then brought it home and then let it escape? That's how Jurassic Park got started. <laughs> you ever see that movie? You can't. That you can't bond with those things. They're yeah. lizards. They're dinosaurs. They don't, they don't I like care about is eating flies or whatever a poo eats yeah. at this particular age. Uh, speaking, Tig, of uh, animals being rescued, if I can get some audio over here, I've got to... Do you remember that scene in uh, P. 
Pee-wee's big adventure back in the day where he was walking by a pet shop and he noticed it was on fire and Pee-wee Herman runs in and saves all the pets? Mm -hmm. Well, a Florida woman and a pet rescuer are being praised for saving dozens of cats from her home after it caught fire. Here are the neighbors talking about this amazing rescue and also the woman herself, her name is Laura, making a statement from her hospital bed. She did not put herself first and she did not think this house is going to collapse on me. She would have kept going in and getting as many more out as she could if they hadn't stopped her. I mean, the fire department showed up and pulled her. She was going to die for those cats. I appreciate all you guys so much. Keep the prayers coming. Right, I don't advise running into any burning building to save animals, but... She went and got a whole bunch of cats out of there. Could you, could you imagine, you know, trying to catch a cat on a good day is sometimes difficult. Could you imagine dozens running around and she's running there trying to get them? I guess maybe they were in kennels. Maybe they were because otherwise it seems like they'd be frantically running around. You wouldn't be able to catch them. Yeah. Oh. Look at her. But gosh, I hate that she's in the hospital. That's awful. That's and it. finally, did you see that the last payphone in New York City was removed yesterday? I've, I've been looking around for a payphone in Tulsa. I still haven't spotted a working payphone yet. I don't know if you're ever going to find one. That works. The last payphone in New York was moved yesterday. It was uh, in Midtown. There was a footage of a crane loading it onto a fat flatbed truck. Do you need a crane to get a payphone? <laughs> well, <laughs> heck, I, they might crane? be like a thousand pounds. That old technology. Uh, I would. I, I keep wanting to do this bit where I find a payphone and set up and do like a Facebook Live and call a number like ninety-eight at the payphone would win a prize, but I can't find a payphone. I don't think there's a working one in Tulsa anymore. Probably not. I mean, what would you... Yeah. I've looked all over. There's got to be, like, one, right? Not that I've seen. Maybe somebody out there knows where one is. You can give us a call, 918-879-9898. Otherwise, we're just about 13 minutes away from your chance to go to Highway to Henrietta. That's Troy Aikman's show to help out his hometown, and Blake Shelton's going to be there. That's about 13 minutes away here with Tiger Daniel on 98.5 The Bull. 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. If you weren't doing are we gonna? Are we doing this, Daniel? Are we going to do the um, Highway to Henrietta tickets? Yes, we are ready to go. We've got a game lined up here and on the phone with us from Clearmore. It's Candace. How are you this morning? I'm doing well. How are you? How was the storm last night in Claremore? Couldn't tell you. I slept right through it. Look at you go. <laughs> <laughs> I talked to, we talked to another guy this morning. It sounded like bombs, and he's like, I just slept right through it. I was like, what? Yep. All right, well, today's game's going to be, I, in my opinion, very easy. Tyke thinks it might be kind of tough. I'm going to give you some famous songs, and based on the name of those songs, you tell me the band or artist, and they're all from Oklahoma. All right. Are you familiar with Oklahoman music? I sure hope so. All right, we'll start out with probably the easiest one here. Everybody knows this song. Everybody knows this artist. And the song is The Purple People Eater. What? Uh. Everyone knows the song, huh? Oh, yeah. I think he's being sarcastic. Would you like a clip? Yeah. Let's hear it. I had a one long horn and one big eye. Like a Mr. Shaking in the city. It looks like a purple people eater to me. It was a one-eyed, one-horned, flying purple people eater. One-eyed, one-horned. All right, Ty, help her out. You know that one. Don't know the answer. That's Sheb Woolley. Uh, oh, Sheb. I, good old Sheb. <laughs> old Sheb Woolley. Oh, okay. That, that was a bit of a joke there. That's probably the uh, the hardest one. Up next, Before He Cheats. Carrie Underwood. Carrie Underwood is correct. 
And that song feels about 20 years old, doesn't it now, Ty? It's got to be I, close to there. I love that song, though, man. A fantastic song. Up next, Oklahoma natives sang the song Mbop. Um. Do you have a clip? Mbop. Does that help at all? Yes. Who is it? I just didn't want to interrupt. Oh, <laughs> Hanson. Okay. Yeah, okay. Hanson. Tyke, how dare you interrupt the majesty of Hanson's mbop? Look at her being all courteous. She's like, didn't want to interrupt. Don't have a clip of this one, but it's Friends in Low Places. Garth. Garth Brooks. How about the song, the country song, Consider Me Gone? Reba. If I'm not the one, you can't stand to lose. about Reba Tyke. She does not age. That's the first concert you went to with your dad. You went and saw Reba. That's right. Just me and my dad watching Reba together. Mm-hmm. Nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. And How fun- long ago was that? Oh, Lord. That was... <laughs> Yesterday. <laughs> yeah, I mean, 30 years ago. John Michael Montgomery opened up for Reba. Wow. I mean, uh, that song, uh, Does He Love You? And that lady they sang together, that big duet. Look over there. My dad's crying. <laughs> really? No, not really. Okay. All right. And finally, very easy. Boys around here. What do you think? Blake. That is Blake. And you know what? You'll hear that song live. Yeah! When you go to Highway to Henrietta, June 11th. Blake Shelton, Pat Green, Josh Abbott Band, Wade Bowen, Stoney LaRue, Michaela Lane, whose dad called us yesterday. She's from Tulsa. She's from, I heard that. Yeah, she's from Tulsa, and uh, he turned us on to her, so we'll, we might try to get her on the phone here before that show. How exciting. 17 years old and, and gracing the same stage as Blake Shelton and uh, knowing that you'll be out in attendance. Candace from Clearmore. I'm excited. Speechless. Okay. <laughs> she can't even talk. I wonder, Tig, and I can't prove to you that Sheb Woolley won't make an appearance. Okay. Well, it's all sorts of excitement. There are usually some surprises at these shows, too. Oh, Lord, yes. yes. So who knows what's going to happen. Thanks for listening. We're back uh, tomorrow. Highway to Henrietta tickets again at 640 in the morning right here with Ty Gadena on 98.5 The Bull. 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. The Bull. Today's Hot Country. Remember, Carrie Underwood tickets are at 740 this morning. Hey, good morning there, Daniel. Tig, everybody in their life needs what I call a brain trust. I have a group of friends that uh, I will call on if I have to make big decisions. I will call these people and I will ask their opinions and I'll I'll take into mind what they say and make decisions from there, right? Right. I am part of your brain trust. Yes. Probably probably the main part because I'm like the smartest dude you know. (laughs) You're a very small part of it, but go ahead. We have a television shoot coming up, like tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And Tig has said this morning, just this very morning, I got to get a haircut today because we got this television shoot tomorrow. I'm advising you right now as your best friend, do not get a haircut the day before a big event. That's, that's, <laughs> I, I look like a drifter right now. That's and fine. So I would rather roll the dice 
and see if it's a good haircut then to look like I know I look right this second. I want you to think for a second. Okay. And you've been known to do this before. Mm-hmm. What if you get a bad haircut? Then I guess I'll look like a dweeb on television. But I'm willing to risk it. You know, the thing about television is once you put something down on tape and it airs, I mean, that's that's it's done forever. That's It's locked in. Mm-hmm. I think you're crazy to get a bit, and I think people will call up and tell you, people that have had disasters where they might have gotten a haircut before their wedding, like the day before. I think you need a good three-week window. Really? That long? Between an event and a haircut, and I'd like people that have some wits about them and know about looks and things like that to call up and uh, tell me if you agree with me or not. 918-879-9898. Tig, I'm Tig, I'm saving you from a... Which is going to be awful if you get a new haircut. All haircuts, at least for men, take a good couple of weeks to grow into. Do they not? Um, well, I do sometimes. It's easy because, like, if I don't like my haircut, I just wear a ball cap for you know until it kind of gets to where I right. need it. Right. So to you be. have a little uh, parachute typically, but guess what? You can't wear on this television shoot a ball cap. So you want to know this morning? What's a good uh, window? Do you get a haircut right before a big event, or should you wait a little while? It's 918-879-9898. Artist on 98.5 The Bull. Hey, we got Carrie Underwood tickets at 740. A fellow Oklahoman, a show that you would never forget at 740 this morning. Daniel thinks I am on the uh, precipice of a huge mistake. We got some uh, TV stuff we got to do tomorrow. And uh, my hair, I want to go get it cut today. And you said that's a, that's a terrible decision. Basically, I don't think anybody should get a haircut the day before a big event because Lord knows what you'll get. Yeah. And, you know, I've had bad haircuts, as you know. Well, you've had some zingers. That's <laughs> all so like an idiot on television. Hey, good morning. Who's this? Casey. Casey, uh, advise Tig on what should, he should do about this a haircut. You never, in my opinion, you never get a haircut the day before a big event. What say you? You've got to get a haircut the day before an event because you've got to have the right person to cut your hair. Well, now, you've got to have somebody you go to every time. He's not found that person yet. Yeah, for me, it's not like a doctor where I go to the same doctor all the time. I just go, ah, look at that. They have an opening, and I go, you know, and I, oh, this one's close today. You know, I don't really do any of that, so I just get what I'm I get. You, man, the, haircut, the haircuts are where it's at. You've got to look nice for a thing coming up. If you got something big like a wedding or, in your case, a TV commercial, you've got to find that haircut person or the barber or whatever you go to, stylist, that you've got to go to every single time. That's what I do. You know what they say about a haircut, Daniel? It uh, frames your face. It's the frame of your face. Who says that? Um, I saw a guy on television say that uh, he's a news reporter, and he said, haircut's real important because it frames your face. Oh, interesting. Hey, good morning. It's Tiger Daniel. Who's this? This is Sharon. Good morning, Sharon. So Daniel says no haircuts the day before an important event. Uh, what do you say? Well, it depends on what your ha- how long your hair is now. Um, I would just get it styled. I wouldn't get it actually cut, cut. But maybe get it styled a little bit, take a little off the sides and the top, and then maybe have them, you know, spray it down with a little mousse or something like that. Yeah, put mousse and in it, And then go on your date that way. You know, I didn't even know this. Okay, so she's saying styled is still a cut. It's just not much of one. Shape it up a little. Ah, right. I didn't know I could do that. Right. Yeah, I think men sometimes... Yeah, why for- not? Just tell them... Yeah, just tell them you want it styled a little bit and, and tell them you don't want a lot taken off depending on how long your hair is. I think, Tig, that men I mean, forget they'll do that, Tig. I think men forget that, that they'll do that, Tig, because typically when I go in there to tell them what I want done, they just do whatever they want anyway. Mm-hmm. 
So but with a style, you would <laughs> yeah. have like they can't really screw it up that bad, right? No, but you got to watch them and make sure that they don't overcut. Okay. Watch them. How do we know what to do? We don't. We didn't go to barber mirror. school. Yeah, they, <laughs> I don't know what they're doing. Just say I just. I just want it styled. I only want maybe a half an inch or an inch taken off. I just want it styled, and, you know, I don't want a block taken off because I have this great event, you know, the next day or whatever Got it, it is. Got it. Got it. Ty, do you, you I don't say a them. word, Ty. Do you? When they start cutting my hair, I, I just stay out of it. I mean, they could light a candle and start burning my hair off with it. I wouldn't say nothing. I'm scared because they always do that <laughs> thing where they turn you around and let you look at the back of your yeah, head. Yeah, and I'm and, like, oh, you okay. know, Even if it looked bad, I'd be like, oh, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> a little intimidating, isn't it? I don't say a word. They, they can pull out an axe and start chopping it off. I don't say nothing. <clears throat> hey, it's Tag and Daniel. Who's this? Sean. Sean, uh, w- what say you about getting a haircut the day before a big event? Um, I used to do it all the time, and now I won't get it the day before. You learned your lesson, didn't because you? Because last, <laughs> last time I got it done, I was getting a haircut and a beard trim, and my beard got messed up. How does I had to go home and fix it myself, and I didn't really fix it myself either. So <laughs> It's like when people were cutting their hair during the pandemic. <laughs> Nobody could figure out what to do. He's right, though. If you ever get a little bit of a bad haircut, you try to fix it yourself, You, uh, not, not, it's not good either. You know what, Sean, no, I think no. Tyke should do? To look younger and more vibrant right before this big television shoot. I think he needs to get some just for men and dye his hair black as midnight. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> Do it, Tig, and then I'll dye my beard black as midnight. Yeah, and we'll like two morons. <laughs> people will be like, something's off about those two. I can't quite tell. 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. This morning, guys, we've got Carrie Underwood tickets. What a night that would be. And uh, we promise when you uh, look at your checking account, there will not be a debit. These are free tickets this time, Daniel. Absolutely free. <laughs> and, uh, and Daniel, you found a little tidbit out. You love food. You're a foodie, and you all you eat at Arby's all the time. <laughs> Don't say you're a foodie. You eat at Arby's all the time. That's what, not what defines a foodie. See, what, what restaurants do, fast food restaurants in particular, what they do is they will come out with some, like, wacky news story, put some wacky item on the menu, so then media outlets such as us will start talking about it, right? Like when KFC came out, they had a sandwich where the chicken was the bread. Yeah, there was, like, cheese in the middle yeah, of it. And it was stuff. ridiculous. Yeah. And we talked about it, like, a hundred times. Right. They get this free plug. Anyway, Arby's is now, for the first time ever, putting something on the menu, and it's uh, it's going to fling a craven on you. Go ahead and tell you. It's a burger. They're putting a hamburger on the menu called the Wagyu Steakhouse Burger. It's five ninety nine. They say it's like the highest quality burger you can get in the fast food market. At Arby's. Limited time now through July 31st, Tig. And they say they spent more than two years developing this burger. Now, I'm no engineer, no scientist. But what takes two years? <laughs> Who's in charge of this? A sloth? <laughs> what is a hamburger? <laughs> what well, well, do the engineers all come in there together? I'm like, hmm, let's see. Bread, meat, bread. That's all it is. <laughs> if they spent two years developing the burger, why does it sound like they spent about two minutes with that slogan of theirs? Remember that? You remember the Arby's slogan is just a guy yelling, we have the meats? Yeah. Like an insane person is like, Arby's, we have the meats. Yeah. How did that 
not take two years. Just scream at people. Just scream meet at people. Well, it's weird that when did you say this is over? They're going to do this for a, it's like a promotional period. Yeah, two years they to develop this burger. To sell it for a month. Two months. Yeah. <laughs> I got to tell you though, I got to uh, now. I got to go try. It. Okay, we got to. Did you now. go get the Mexican pizza yet? No, I didn't. Why not? But it's back at Taco Bell, huh? Oh, it's a very exciting time of the fast food industry. The golden age of fast food, if you ask me. Not fast food. <laughs> oh, I love fast food. food. <laughs> <laughs> the Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. Welcome to a rainy Tuesday morning in time now, like we're going to do every day this week. Carrie Underwood tickets are free right here on 98.5 The Bull with Ty and Daniel. And with us today, Heath. Heath, where do you live, Heath? Jinx. Heath and Jinx is going to play for Carrie Underwood. Too. Like Jennings. Oh, Jennings. Sorry. <clears throat> we need to get an endorsement with Miracle Ear for you. You can't hear anything, man. I can hear your nonsense. All right, Heath. Sorry you had to hear that. Uh, I'm going to ask you some questions here. All the answers have the word wood in it in honor of Carrie Underwood. How about that, Heath? Uh, sounds good. All right, up first, this is often used to cover the ground at a playground. Wood chips. Wood chips. Wood chips is correct. Again, all the answers have the word wood in it. Yep. This is an action done, Heath, to avoid jinxing a statement. Statement. Like if somebody says, uh, I've never had a speeding ticket, and they'll do something in hopes that they didn't oh, jinx themselves. Yes, they knock on wood. Heath, this was a huge rock music festival in 1969. Woodstock. Woodstock is correct. This president took us into World War One. Woodrow Wilson. Woodrow Wilson is correct. How about a class about woodworking? Woodshop. Woodshop is correct. And finally, Heath, this bird taps on trees to mark territory. Woodpecker. There you go. You got it, buddy. You're You're going to go see Carrie Underwood. All right. Thank you. Now, we don't want you to stage diving or anything like that. You're not trying to you're not going to try to get onto the stage, are you, Heath? No, 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 no. I'm going to take my daughter. Oh, your oh, daughter. That'll awesome. be an awesome time. Yeah. How old is your daughter? She's 23. She was been wanting tickets for it, so. And uh, you hooked it up for her. So I hope you guys yeah. have a great time at that show. It's going to be one. She's one of the biggest stars in country music, for sure. So that's awesome, Heath. And everybody else, don't be jealous of Heath because uh, we're back tomorrow again, 740. More Carrie Underwood tickets right here with Ty Gadeno on 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. We're back in the morning with more Carrie Underwood tickets for you at 7.40. Welcome in. We're Tyg and Daniel on 98.5 The Bull. Tyg, did you, uh, during the pandemic and things, you have to use Zoom and uh, Microsoft Meetings and all yeah. those different types of uh, things on screen. You had to see your face a lot more often than you were used to, right? It wasn't fun. You ever do that thing where you open up your camera and it's doing that front-facing thing and uh, your day is ruined? Because <laughs> it's got that upward angle on your chin and, yeah, I know what you're talking about. I find myself, when I do that inadvertently, I find myself to be grotesque. And everybody does. And I don't know why even young people are doing this. In fact, standing ourselves on Zoom these past couple of years probably made this trend happen. Social media doesn't help. According to a new report, Tyg, people in their 20s 
getting liposuction to have their double chins reduced. In fact, the hashtag chin lipo has about 60 million views on TikTok. People are now going to TikTok mm -hmm. to make decisions about plastic surgery. Do you think that it, when you're 20 years old, that's too early to be considering that kind of thing, right? Doesn't everybody, I mean, when did you look the best in your life, do you think? Never. In the womb. <laughs> when I was a zygote or whatever. It's all downhill from there, from me being a, a fetus. That was the best times. But um, we, we always do that exercise because you know how Facebook pops up with what you looked like 10 years ago? It'll mm. show you like a... But you really don't know how good you kind of have it until you look back 10 years. And then and, and right now, like Dana, when, we're, when you're 60 and not 50 anymore, you'll look back and go, I didn't look bad at 50, you know? What I hear every time is people will see a picture of themselves from 10 years ago and they always say, and everybody said this in their head, and I thought I was fat then. That's what I, I thought hear I looked bad then. So is there never a time where we're just going to, when you're in your 20s, can't you just, and I guess I didn't do it either, so I don't even know why I would lecture. Why, is there ever a point in your life where you just look at yourself and go, oh, I look pretty good? I guess there's not. Even probably like the most beautiful people in the world go, oh. 26-year-old Ireland Baldwin had a neck-slimming procedure done recently. She shared a photo on Instagram and her 700,000 Instagram followers. I don't know. I think if you if you start off with plastic surgery too young, I think that's a that's a going down a rough road. Sometimes you can just tell they got work done. You know, like it doesn't. You do too much, and you know, you start to look like a cat eventually. You know exactly what I'm talking about. We all know those people that got too much filler or something like that, and they they literally start to look like a cat. Yeah. So your advice would be like, say I, I don't. You're not saying don't do it, but don't do it when you're 20 something because. You probably don't know how good you actually look compared to what could be coming. I just think 20 is too young for it. Mm -hmm. And my other advice would be don't take my advice. I, what, do I, what do I know? <laughs> but if you have Great. you, you've considered it. Are you considered getting some of that frozen off or whatever? The ch double chin. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've considered it. Everybody in my family's got it. Genetics, you know? What has made you decide or not decide to do it? I mean, if you are the age now where I guess... Some amount of work wouldn't be the craziest thing in the world. No, <laughs> no, uh, still, still kind of in the planning stages. I may do it. I don't know. The planning stages. What's to plan? You just either go or don't. Well, I'm still kind of thinking about it. Like I thought you head. were going to do the thing where they freeze it, shoot it with no. ice or nitrogen. No, whatever. this lady told me she wanted to put a needle in there and it like burns it away or something. So, so you've gone from freezing it to now burning it. Yeah, that's what the lady said. This is not a monster from Stranger Things. You can't you, you can't decide whether to burn it or freeze it. Yeah, so I don't know. I kind of like I agree with you. Like maybe wait a few years before you decide to do something because once you do it, you can't go back. You know, mm -hmm. it's like one of those one-way streets. It's not eight-five the bull in today's hot country. Do you know what that song's really about, Tug? Mm -mm. It's a lady named Summer, and she's driving too fast. <laughs> Slow down, Summer. You'll never be able to hear I the song. You You'll never be able to hear the song the same way again now, Tug. 98.5 The Bull in today's side country. Um, you know, when you lose a pet, it's, like, really, really scary, and then you're worried about your pet, and you see these poor people that are posted on next door, like my little such-and-such -such got out. And this is happening to a lady uh, here in town. Usually it's, like, a cat or a dog, but she, I've never heard of this. Uh, she has a lizard 
um, that's four foot long. And she's asking residents of Tulsa and the surrounding areas to keep your eye out for the lizard. The lizard's name is Apu. And uh, this for News on 6. I got him wild caught out of the Everglades in Florida. So it has taken so much time for us to get bonded. I just wanted to come home where he's safe and I can snuggle him up. She's worried about him. He's not used to being outside in city life and he's not used to the temperature fluctuations. Harrison's had a poo for three years. He's got like, you know, I'm a dinosaur machismo personality. The skunk is his best friend. And yeah, she's got a skunk in there living with that uh, lizard too. Misses him desperately. She's called the wildlife department and animal control with no luck. Well, he'll scratch you when you pick him up. He's solid muscle. So he'll try to get away, but he's not dangerous at all. Apu likes to hide under things. He got out one other time when I was moving, and my neighbor found him in his shed. I mean, one thing is you, she doesn't have to, like, put pictures up of this lizard. I mean, you're not going to be like, that's not the lizard she's looking for. <laughs> like, as soon as you see a four-foot-long lizard, you're going to know. I like the quote, uh, and I quote, he'll scratch you up when you pick him up. He's solid muscle. He'll try to get away, but he's not dangerous. So, I mean, if I if we found this, and I do feel sorry for her because she's obviously attached to this animal, but what do you do if you do, do you catch it, or do you, what do you do if you do see the lizard? I might call somebody. I ain't going to touch no slimy lizard. Uh, they say that the skunk misses him desperately, she says. Well, I mean, I guess skunks, are they like, could they, yeah, they have feelings too. I'm sure the skunk does miss. Yeah, they feel like they want to spray you with that musk they have. They must be fixed or something where they can't do that anymore, right? They take out glands or something? I would hope so. So uh, we're on the lookout for a... But could you, can you bond with a pet lizard though? I don't know if they had the capacity, um, but people who own snakes claim that the snakes recognize them. And get excited when they yeah, get home. They recognize that you are the person that brings a mouse to them. Ninety-eight-five. <laughs> <laughs> the bull weather provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. You feel like a good news story, Daniel? Yes, play. Um. You know, with inflation and gas prices rising and it's tough and even going to the grocery store, that could put a lot of families, uh, you know, in a situation where they can't get as many things as they used to. And like here, and I, I know other schools are doing this, but at Tulsa Public Schools, do you know that kids, even not during the school year, can go and eat if they want? And it's uh, per USDA waivers, all children are eligible for free meals at no cost throughout the summer. Some days it's going to be like you go up there and you grab the lunch, you know, in a bag and you take it home. And then some later in the summer, they're going to actually have these sites where you can go, these cafes, they call them. And uh, you can get food throughout the summer because a lot of kids, I think, are going to school not just to learn, but they don't have food at their house. So they get to eat when they go to school. And to have the whole summer without that situation could be uh, uh, very tough on a lot of families. And so the kids are uh, being taken care of. They don't have to go to class or anything. They just go up there and eat, or mom or dad goes over there and picks up the grab meals. And they've even got a mobile app now that they're working on, and they'll have mobile sites. So it's a great idea, right? Because I didn't even consider that. I mean, I went to school with a bunch of people that some people drove Lexuses to school, and some people, you, you could tell they didn't have money to buy clothes. And I wonder what they were doing during the summer. 
when they got in trouble. Yeah, that is a, uh, a great program. I'm lucky enough to never have known what it's like to be actually hungry, and I can't, I can't even imagine what it's like to be hungry. You know, I've, like, missed a snack or something like that, but I've never woken up in the morning and wondered where my food was going to come from or even know the sensation of being actually, truly hungry. And for the parents, it must be completely crushing to have to send your kid to bed because, like, you literally don't have the money. I mean, you're sending your kid to bed hungry. Mm -hmm. That's awful, right? So uh, for more information on this program, if you didn't know about it, you can check with your local school systems. But here uh, in downtown, TulsaSchools.org, and uh, all the information is right there, TulsaSchools.org.